Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Before we start the show, a word from our sponsor. Lyndon, we got sponsors. Hell yeah, we do. Well, I guess we got to thank Dash Mortgage and You First Realty. Who are those guys? They're your full service mortgage and real estate brokerage. Who is behind that? Our good friend, Dan Horgan. Dan Horgan? Yeah, he not only rips out in the water, but he's an experienced loan professional. Hmm. So what does he do? He helps out in conventional FHA, VA, refi, or jumbo loan products. So Dan has the lenders to make it happen. Yes, and he'll give you the best service in the industry. Nice. Dash mortgage with no bogus fees or points? That's right. Just give Dan five minutes of your time to hear what he can do for you. So who does all the real estate then? That would be me. What? Well, Dan has his license too, but I work under Dan. Okay. Yeah. But so, you're a real estate agent too? You know this. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I helped you get your house. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So if you're looking to buy, sell your home, or looking for an investment property, give me a call. So not only a Ruka rep, you're an experienced realtor? Yeah, I didn't quit my day job, London. I still, I still work for Ruka. <laughs> okay. I do real estate on the weekends. Yeah, I've been offering great incentive programs for all my friends and family to keep more equity in their pocket. I guess I'm not a friends or family because I never heard about this. <laughs> but all you on the Late Night and Chalky podcast, Saul, call her office, 714-784-5736 and mention the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Nice. Anything else we know need to know about Dash Mortgage? Um, just our California Realtor BRE number, 0199 Okay, let's stop talking about real estate and mortgages. Let's talk about what really matters and what is that? Surf trips. And where do we like to go? Off my mind, Nicaragua. And where do we stay in Nicaragua? The one and only Mark and Dave's. Mark and Dave's. An exclusive, inclusive, all-inclusive boutique hotel on the beach. Waves out front, ponga drops, waves down the beach, Colorado's, where I saw late night lar get shactified. Oh, insane in the membrane down there. Tons of barrels, but better yet, it's not just the surf that's insane down there. It's just this compound that they have. Killer poolside, killer food, top of the line chefs, you name it. It's in a safe, gated community. Community. Uh, they'll pick you up at the airport. They'll drop you off at the uh, at the house. Um, there's ping pong table. There's horseback multi- riding. There's horseback riding. Yeah. There's world class fishing. Golfing. There's golfing. Um, the scenic. I mean, it's it's the best. You could get a massage after surfing for four hours in the morning. Yeah. So it's great for people that are traveling by themselves. It's a great place to bring your family. It's a great place to have a retreat. It's a great place to have, you know what I'm saying? 
bachelor parties. You know what I'm saying? I think we've been there for all of the above. We might have. So go to Mark and Dave's website and mention Late Night with Chalky Podcast, and you're gonna get 200 bucks off a selected uh, off selected weeks for the rest of 2019. Oh, sign me up! This is insane. Mark and Dave's. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. We are sitting here at the Eagle and Pig Barber Shop with the famous pig barber himself, Dane Hesse. 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 See, we yeah. always get my mom. Home. My mom would. Mom, don't, don't, don't. High school football don't hate games. Us. The, the parent section would complete my last name. It would be Hess, and then they'd all go, Eee. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so you, played, you played football? Yeah, I played football awesome. four years in high school. It's awesome. fun. Nice. Team sports get the uh, the aggression out, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it helps you kind of develop socially anyway. Yeah. But before totally. we talk about sports, before we talk about Eagle and Pig Barber, let's talk about Dane Hess, the surfer. So Dane I used to surf a lot more. When did uh, when did you start surfing? I mean, always, I always grew up going to the beach. I grew up in North San Diego County, inland a little bit, but before there was a lot of people there. So, like, you could get from Escondido to Carlsbad in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, it felt like we lived at the beach, but we were there all the time. But my dad would take me when I was, like, four or five, put me with the boogie board, and he would surf. Nice. And just kind of check on me and make sure I didn't drown. That was it. And then six, seven, eight, started surfing. Yeah. And did going from there. You're, so your dad surfed. Anybody? Yeah, any my other dad siblings? surfed. Uh, my brother did for a little bit. He never really like cared for it much. Yeah. My sister didn't. My mom didn't. And I had you know some uncles that did, but a lot of friends that surfed too. But living inland, that was a more skating or like riding BMX. Yeah, so yeah. I actually didn't have that many friends that surfed until I came up here and went to college. Hmm. And then I surfed alone a lot when I was younger. A couple buddies that surfed, but yeah. For the most part, it but was. that's what's cool about surfing is you don't really need a sparring mm-hmm. partner, you don't need a coach, you don't need you know you can just yeah. go out and do it yourself. Yeah, you know, I like it, that. It helps though when your dad surfs and gets you out there early. I mean, yeah. it sounds like you you had some uh, early guidance into getting you into surfing. So, did you boogie yeah. board first, or did you go straight into surfing? No, or I mean, always I had a boogie board around. Like yeah. when it was crappy, or like you know the friend, random friends, like let's go to La Jolla and go to. You know, any of the random body-whomping spots down there, like, oh, what's the one? By Horseshoes, mm. Marine Street. Nice. And you go just get wrecked. And that was fun, but... No, I always surfed. Like, I only shortboarded. My dad, it's funny, like, years later, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I used to longboard all the time. But I grew up in that, like, shortboard culture. Like, no, fuck the longboarders. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to swamis and, you know... The longboards don't get waved. You take, you know, that kind of attitude. Yeah. And so I never, I surfed just a bunch of weird boards forever, yeah. which, you know, later on, I guess we talk about, like, there's do a you love surfboard your, design. Do you remember your first surfboard? First surfboards were all, like, garage, hand-me-down yeah. from dad's friends and stuff like that. A lot of random, which I don't have one here. It's getting redone. I, one of the ones that I've had the longest is this town and country it was probably like a team board because it had Dane different or different la- like uh, lambs on it, and it's real weird, sh- weird shaped. It had a double bump pintail, and it had rainbow finco double foil twin fin. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Nice. It's just a weird with channels and like big V. It's just a weird Super board. thick rail. Super thick rail. <laughs> and uh, I still have that. My buddy my so, buddy Pete's restoring it right now because I... So how long do you have that board? Since I was... 27. Wow. Yeah, so 25 years. I wish I Yeah, I wish I had my first That's the only one, because all the other ones you get, like, let my friends surf, they just get destroyed, you know? Yeah. Throwing them around. I didn't wear a leash for probably from, like, 18 to 28. Mm. It was just like a, no, screw that. Yeah. I don't need a leash. Like, you surf better. You think you surf better. Yeah. Makes you try a little harder. Yeah, you make you make better decisions. Like, oh, I could take off super late, and you know, but I have to make the drop at least, and I have to you know get barreled or whatever. Now I'm holding fat, so I wear leash. I can't (laughs) I can't swim that much. Well, that and there's so many people in the water. You don't want to take you don't want to take somebody out. No, that's like the with the longboards. None of the longboards that I have have leash plugs in them. Yeah, you got an amazing lineup. Are all these yours, or do you sell some? No, those are all mine. Wow. Yeah, me and a buddy. Pretty impressive lineup here. Yeah, I have my like Pride and Joy set up over there. These a ten o, and then they they go down in nine inches in, in pig models. And so I just got like the last piece of that, which is a seven nine, kind of like mini pig. Yeah. For like you know churches or something. Who, who's, who's who's shaping your board? Do you get a little bit from everybody. So those four pigs are all shaped by Jim Phillips, Jim the Genius, Ooh. down in Encinitas. He's like a you know a legend in the industry. Yeah. And, been fortunate enough to become friends with him over the years and so I just call him up and stand there and watch him shape it's he like it's like he's jazz dancing or something as he like runs up and down with the planer and he's super fast and he does a lot of custom woodwork and stuff too so like the the 10 inch has like a two inch you know also stringer that he just cut and he does all his own blanks for the most part and uh and then growing up my first like custom shape boards were from Gary Hanel down in San Diego okay he was actually my dad's shaper as a kid. And wow, he was that's a, killer. He was a math teacher at the high school I went to. Huh. And so he shaped. You just go to his house, and he had a shaping shack in the backyard. And go there and take him all sorts of weird boards that I got at garage sales. And he would, you know, we'd modernize them. And yeah. It was really fun. It was it was cool. That's cool. It's, a, it's cool to get into the, you know, the construction side, the design side of, of mm-hmm. surfboards, you know, it's one thing to pick it off the rack, but when you have a connection with a, you know, a shaper and you're in there with him, it just, it, it feels, yeah. you know, it gives it. that more that much more meaning. Yeah, meaning. Yeah. yeah, I take as good a care of my boards as I can too, like, yeah. because of that. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna just destroy them and beat the crap out of them. This yeah, because they are works of art. They are, and I mean, they're expensive. Yeah. Like, they're not cheap. 
Yeah. yeah. Standard shortboard now is so expensive if you don't have a, like a connection or hookup. So, yeah. you know, if you're going to custom order something, yeah. make it worth you know worth the time and the effort and the money. So going back to the early age, you, do you remember you, you surfed up and down San Diego? Yeah, I surfed mostly because like Escondido straight shot. Del Dio's Highway would be to like Del Mar. Yeah. Or um, you would do like the 78 to Palmer Airport Road. And that's like straight to Carlsbad yeah. or in Oceanside Harbor. I love I loved going like Oceanside Harbor, super fun. It, yeah. yeah. It gets a ton of different swell direction. And it used to not be as crowded as it, it's so crowded now, too. Everywhere is crowded now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. But yeah, I surfed there a lot. There, the spot that I surfed mostly was a spot called Hole in the Wall. In Carlsbad, it's this weird stretch, like a dirt parking lot, and you have to like walk down the cliff. You can surf there by yourself most of the time, yeah. which is like, you know, it's awesome. Like here, you know, I mean, I don't remember the last time I surfed. So that's why I surf, you know, State Beach in front of the power plant, because yeah. even if it's not as good, there's typically less people. Yeah. And I just get, I get angry. <laughs> like, I just get mad. You're not, you're not at Blackie's look, like no, you know, paddling out with the no, other thousand people. No way. Like I can't do that. And like yeah. even with the longboards, like I'll, I'd rather go, I'll go surf State Park and like weird, yeah. you know, kind of semi walled, yeah. barrelly, whatever. The older we, the older we get, the farther we try to find, or the more we try to find empty spots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah. you know, like. I see you out. You gotta go hang with the hot dogs, dude. At the freaking pier <laughs> in the, in the, in the, in the south side of the pier. I, we I surfed with Jay from Outpost that day. That day I saw you. And yeah. When we got out, it was like twenty five people, and it was manageable. But there's like the the total mix of surf level. Like you have really really good surfers. Yeah. And they can paddle for days. And I used to be like that, but I don't I, I don't I don't surf as much as I used to. Like I have to surf in the morning before work at the tide. You know, the, I'm really. Kind of screwed by conditions and everything yeah. now and then as like people start to show up and now there's like a hundred people south side and like you can't catch you can catch waves but like you're there's always something or you're yeah. you're just yeah. like you can't get out of the way and it yeah. just i get so much stress and anxiety especially it takes that, it all. that period in time uh only the only place breaking was there yeah. so everybody was there yeah it was brutal <laughs> yeah it was a really bad winter late winter spring surf yeah last not month. a lot of runs the sand and everything here is so jacked to the beach is so long and yeah like basically it's, big old trough out there with, yeah it's it's finally getting better yeah. like there's more waves in, in different spots again thank god mm-hmm. um so going back into the early days early days did you did you ever surf contests or no never i i played since i played sports yeah like i got the competitive thing out but like as you could probably pick up on like the competitive side of surfing I'd never have enjoyed yeah. like there's those moments like the first time I ever surfed called Salt Creek when I moved up here and you're like pecking order line up and you like you take off if you want more waves you gotta go deeper yeah. and you, you have to make waves and you have to like prove to the lineup that you're allowed to be out there and then yeah. you, you can get you know some volume but yeah, it's intense, like, intense lineup that down place there. is crazy and I yeah. so I never it's the same it's like I'll go to the other side I won't surf Strands Point, but we'll surf, you know, surf in the middle. There's that rock pile there. Yeah. And it's a little sketchier. It's, you know, a rock pile you can bounce off of, and it's not as good, typically. Yeah. But, and especially with all the houses, like, the sand doesn't fill in or anything anymore, so it's... But it's that, more of that lonesome, like, or just a couple buddies 
surfing instead of sitting in that freaking, I can't do it. But yeah. Did you, when, what time, at what age did you move up to Orange County? Did uh, you say that? I, so I moved up here when I was 18. I went to college here in Costa Mesa yeah. at Vanguard. Um, got my degree in history and political science. And I was going to be a, theoretically going to be a lawyer. <laughs> That's crazy. That didn't go. <laughs> yeah. That didn't go that way. What, when did you, like how old were you when you were thinking, hey, you know what? I think I want to be a lawyer. Well, is that so a like huge, st- you got to make that decision in high school. Oh right? yeah. And I didn't like and I didn't work hard enough in college overall. Like my so my degree path, when I started, I grew up in like a Pentecostal Christian house. So like when I got up, Vanguard's a private Christian school. So I was actually supposed to come up here and like do like the pastor track. Like I have a mm-hmm. personality, I connect with people well. That was like what I was told as a kid, you're gonna be a pastor. And then I got there and it was just like too much indoctrination for the denomination that the school is governed by. So if you're in that, in that, that theology department you're really just getting taught a certain thing and yeah. in like a forward direction so you can you know move forward you know whatever their their goals and objectives were and i just didn't like that like i'm in, I'm in school if i'm going to spend a bunch of money i want to learn yeah and i want to be pressured to like try to get better and try to get smarter so i switched to history political science because you could fight a little bit yeah and you could have difficult conversations about you know political philosophy or I don't know anything the yeah. entire spectrum so I got a lot more and so through that I was like oh like I'd be I'd probably be a good lawyer but all my general ed classes I got C's in all my like all my <laughs> my division classes I got A's in yeah and I didn't have you know I had like a 3.5 GPA and you need a lot better than that to get to law school <laughs> how did that translate over to the, your, your parents when you told them that you didn't want to become a lawyer uh, so it's funny. So at the time I was actually, I was married. My parents were pretty like, I'm stubborn. I do what I want. Yeah. Right. So like they, they learned at a very young age, like of my young age, like we'll just make the decision to like either press him if we really think we have to, or we'll just let him like, I learned from my mistakes. Like we're staring at half of $35,000 worth of boxes for like a next trip company. And I totally overlooked the fact that shipping per box is astronomically expensive. And I basically have no margins whatsoever. So I have to like, you know, game plan to fix that. Right. And so my parents were okay. They were like, how are you? And, and the biggest theme was like, I'm selling myself short on my potential, yeah. which sucked because I had to, I had to really press myself. Like, are you, are you making the right choice? Yeah. Cause it's, it could be, you know, theoretically catastrophic like oh you're you know wasting this opportunity yeah what was funnier what actually really drove me to do it is my ex-wife's I was married for like eight years my ex-wife's parents had these expectations for me as well I think in relationship to their daughter but they weren't really communicate they didn't communicate them very well and so I remember sitting like at their house and telling them like yeah I think I'm gonna go to barber school instead of going to law school Wow, and uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> it got really quiet and awkward. <laughs> you can yeah, but like that's a you know complete opposite totally. of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm going from white collar to blue collar. But I grew up, I grew up, I grew up like construction family. So yeah. like the idea of sitting in an office always scared me a little did, bit. Did you have a passion for like, like? Hair and barber, you know, like that kind of like, or do you decide like to be fun? Playing soccer growing up, it was kind of always like you'd have like team parties or something. And like, I ended up cutting people's hair, but it wasn't like I was trying, like, oh, I'll give you a mohawk real fast or I'll shave your head, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But never, no, I mean, the internet didn't exist the same way either. So it wasn't like you're watching videos or, yeah. 
anything like that. YouTube is you like, like, yeah, the barber shop was like where I went to get my haircut. You, you know, thought cool atmosphere, yeah. your own schedule, your own boss. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's what it came appeal. down to. Now I'm, I'm an absolute, I'm trapped. Like it's the the only way to make money in, in my business, at least my theory, in anything is consistency. Yeah. So like for me, it's like we're on, I'm on 30 minute haircut times. You have to be here when you say you're going to be here. So I'm here Tuesday through Friday, nine to seven. Yeah. And I'm here those days, and I make sure to like you know you got to burn my schedule, yeah. yeah. And to live in this area, this area is expensive. So there's this quantity and quality thing that I'm I'm constantly chasing in the barbershop because yeah, I like I don't know I can't I'm not going to commute from like Corona to come <laughs> here to cut hair. I just live in Corona, you know. Yeah. Do do the uh, you know I. I'm bald, by yeah. the way, so I don't really know much about barbershops, but uh, <laughs> I probably should. Um, but do you do people come in and ask for like, hey, give me the like trendy haircut, or do sure. they come in and, and like know what they want, or is it kind of a balance? Between? It's it's everything. You get like the kids that want to look like you know they, some European soccer player. Yeah. You have, um, you know, um, and they bring in photos or show yeah, you sometimes. Like, yeah. yeah, and I prefer that. Like some dudes think that that's like, you know, makes them look dumb, but it's like qualifying questions yeah. and make sure you're doing what people want yeah like you would be really quick like you want yeah. okay straight razor or you want the like box shaver yeah. on your head you know like it's really simple yeah but if you came in you're like i haven't cut my hair short in 10 years i don't know what i want i might have to, i might have to sit there and ask you a bunch of questions or yeah. do you have any photos or like is there somebody that you what look you like yeah. What, yeah and then typically since you're like tan with dark hair you're going to show me a yeah. picture of like a blonde boy with like pale white skin like, <laughs> i want to look like him i want the david beckham hat exactly. could you add inches to my height <laughs> whatever's gonna exactly. make me look taller the best is when bald dudes come in and they show they show you haircuts of dudes with like Full big hair. thick hair <laughs> Like, can, you, can you do a comb I over? I can't do that. Like, <laughs> I'm not God. That's why. That's why exactly. I, I went to. I embraced my my my. Yeah, form. I can't change the fact that your hair fell out at a young age. I'm sorry. That's just that's what happens. You yeah. know, like I don't. Let's create a let's create a haircut that works good and makes you look good. Yeah. I could run really fast though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I hate to jump back and forth. We always do it anyway, oh, but. Um, as a Grom growing up, was there a local surf shop that you, you went to? Or? Yeah, the first surf shop that I would go to um, was a shop called Ocean Snow in Escondido. It was kind of like a staple shop for a while. Okay. Um, and they did their, they, they were the first shop, like, kind of pre-active ride shops, even though Active never yeah. did surf, they did skate. But they did, you know, they had a skate section, they had snowboard section, and they had a surf section. And it was owned by one of my dad's, like, high school like buddies family that's nice. cool and so we go we went there for a while and then they ended up closing up shop and then like on the beach it was always like if you know we're out you know it was surf ride in oceanside and yeah. mitches in like salon or you know encinitas yeah or it's a needed surf shop too going there all the time I've when never the waves, been into that one really it's yeah. a cool shot it's yeah. like it's I like, it's it's like frog time. house where it's yeah. like a core shop and it's crammed in like it's tiny and yeah. old and mm -hmm. like they have a big use board section. They have a you know a huge section of you know new stuff. Salty dogs working there. Yeah, kind of stand, kind of standoffish, but like <laughs> super knowledgeable but intimidating exactly, when you walk in. <laughs> exactly. They don't say they don't have a corporate policy to say, yeah, hey guys, welcome to the surf shop. It's yeah. like, what do you want? Let's <laughs> <You're> bothering <laughs> yeah. us. Let's see what this guy walks in and looks at right now. Oh, he's going straight to the cheapest board in the user act. I'm not even talking. <laughs> I'm not even talking. 
But those are the coolest shops that have oh, that, like, yeah, the atmosphere right. and yeah. like the, the history and the culture yeah. and you, you know you want to hang out there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they're the best. Did you go on any surf trips with your pops or friends? So or? like we didn't grow, we didn't have a ton of money growing up, so we camped a lot. So we camped at the beach a lot, Sick. like all through San Diego County. And then we camped in Baja a lot. So yeah. I got to go to Baja a ton as a kid and surf, which is yeah. really, really good. Um, it's a poor man's dream trip. Dude, right it's there. great. Like I, some of the best surf trips yeah. have been down there. Yeah. Like there's this spot, it's like an American Mexican dude that owns um, a piece of property just south of um, Salsa Puedes called Salamando. Mm. It's just like kind of a rolling beach campground. It's got like a little parking lot where you, and it's not like nice. Yeah, but it had these random little rock points through the whole campground, and so you kind of walk around and you'd see like, you know, the swell direction was right. You would get like these random little like, there's one point that you would get these little left hand dredgers. Like, you had to take off straight up and down with your arm in and like hope that you'd like bounce off the bottom and get get it barely. Otherwise, you're just gonna get you know rolled up on. Yeah, Um, but nobody nobody there. So we go down with, we had one camping trip one time. There's like. 10 of us buddies drink it up on the on the cliff there's supposed to be waves there weren't so we drink too much and then as the sun starts coming down and the tide and you're like oh there's there's like a wave and so we're all liquored up you're, like, you're all at six foot in glass in yeah exactly it wasn't it was this big <laughs> but we had so much fun because it just yeah it, it's just yeah you're those in a are different cool country ex- like, those are the cool experiences when you, you know yeah. it's like you're and just it's right you're, there. Yeah, right yeah there. you're right in front. You're doing your, your, your classic beach day with your bros or dad or whoever, yep. having a couple beers, and you're, yeah, yeah we anything's fun. Sit in the back of like the, you know, whatever, whoever's car. Back it in, sit there and drink Coronas and tequila. And light and, off some fireworks. Yeah, light off fireworks. <laughs> yeah. If you're in Mexico, cool. why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we loved it. But yeah, going there a lot, like, yeah, it was good. There's a lot of, especially as a kid, there's so many good spots to surf down there if you just drive and look. Yeah, and uncrowded. Yeah, and then like my dad, my dad was going down there. You know, he was like stoner surfer in high school, so like he was going down there for years. And so he would like you know go to this neighborhood, and you have to pay the dude at you know that house you know ten bucks to watch your car, but you're good. And it's you know the freaking you know flat rock bottom you know mini point break in some yeah. random Mexican neighborhood, and you're just perfect waves by yourself get out and then you get you know fish tacos from like the lady right oh, there sign know? me up dude. I know <laughs> I, was, I was just in Las Gaviotas uh, a couple oh, weeks ago yeah. with my family Gaviotas is awesome and it's just I mean you go down there and it's just it's so nice mm-hmm. I love Baja I do too I like we, Cabo a lot now oh dude Cabo is amazing we uh did a friend our friend Wyatt's uh three day bachelor party down there and, and Gaviotas uh, no we well where did we say yeah Gaviotas, Gaviotas? yeah we stayed in Gaviotas, but we surfed uh, PMX. Oh, rad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That Good. was, it was amazing. Yeah. For, like, three days in a row. That's rad. It wasn't crowded. Some, like, some parts of the day was just us. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it wasn't too cold, but it was just firing the yeah, whole so time. Peaks up and down the beach. Yeah. That's yeah. So Nobody cool. out. And especially down there, like, you go to, like, Baja Malibu or Puerto Nuevo. Like, yeah. any of those spots, like, well, obviously, you go to Puerto Nuevo for lobsters, but. Yeah, you can like walk ten houses down and have your own peak. You know, doubled up peak. Yeah, you know, a frames and yeah, yeah. I love. There's so much. Makes me want to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Man, next next it. interview uh, down in Mex. Yeah, this. yeah. Over rad. a couple beers. Yeah, hell yeah. So you have you ever gotten to go anywhere else outside? No, we've watched Australia and 
Dude, Australia. It was great. I didn't surf. What? <laughs> Did you go with Jay? We went. No. Hell no. Yes. I, that's what would have happened. We just drank the whole time. No, we, uh, I went. So, like, one of the questions on here is, like, sponsors. I've been working with this uh, Australian-based uh, hair product company called Uppercut Deluxe. Yeah. For almost ten years now. Eight, nine years now. Yeah. And uh, we went over and we tried to surf uh, a couple dudes on the team that surf. Um, and uh, we were in Newcastle. Which is like a port town. Yeah. And the spot they want to surf. So it was, I was kind of annoyed, but there's like the, it's like the, you Main know, beach. The, the harbor comes out this way, right? It's got the break wall and then it's got this weird natural bay that kind of wraps around. Yeah. And the swell direction was being blocked by that. So like, but the break wall for the harbor entrance. And so this spot was like two to three foot and kind of like inconsistent and weird. And the tide was funny, but we had come from the other corner. And it was like head high. Yeah. And like that's where like, they hold the contest like, down in the other yeah, corner. Running like running barrels. Yeah. And everybody they had like long boards and like nobody wanted to surf there. And I was kinda of bummed. So we go down <laughs> to the other spot and there's a couple locals there that one of the guys that we were with knew. And the first thing they talk about is that they were in the water the day before and they had caught a seventeen foot great white. No way. Right like you're like I'm not sure. They're pointing like the boat is like was right there and it's like surfing the boat i'm like yeah yeah it's been real sharky lately mike <laughs> man i'll just uh watch from the beach i will just watch you guys surf shitty waves for what the opportunity oh, to maybe so get... your experience of going all the way to australia is is yeah sharks. and then we went we went to byron bay and it's got the lighthouse point yeah and actually the natural reserve had waves um and so we went down, and one of the rangers was like, "Yeah, you can go in there, but you basically you have you'll be trapped. Like you have, you can be on the beach all day." But they were doing like a controlled backburn for the forest there. Yeah. And so like you can go to the beach, but like you probably won't be able to get out until you know five, six, seven o'clock tonight if all if everything goes good and like the burn goes well, or you might have to stay on the beach overnight. <laughs> and it was like we gotta get on the road in like three hours. Yeah. How long were you there for? I only slept for like two. Uh, I was there for nine days. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. We started in, I flew into Brisbane, and then we drove south to Sydney. And so we stopped in um, Byron Bay for a night, stopped in Newcastle for a night, and cool. then was in Brizzy and, and uh, Sydney for like the bookends of it. So let's backtrack again. When you, did you graduate from college from Vanguard? Yeah, okay. I got my degree. In got history. your degree. Then yeah. Yeah. You, you were at a turning point. Yeah. of your career and you said I'm gonna go to barber school okay uh yeah so like my ex-father-in-law was like then just put on the extra the extra like oh no you, you gotta do a lawyer you gotta be a lawyer blah 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 Reds it and then he just hands me a check right it's like here this is for like your LSAC like study courses whoa and I was like I don't know like wow no. and that was probably the moment where I was like fuck you Fuck all of you. I'm gonna do this, <laughs> and if it works out, it works out, and if not, I'll figure yeah. it out. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like I'm 22 years old. Like, I have plenty of time to yeah. figure my like. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal, you yeah. know. And uh, and then he actually ended up apologizing, and he handed me the same check, and he's like, well, you, "You can use you, this for barber school," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Well, you feel like their intentions we're in the right place but you know if you're not passionate about what you want to do you don't want to let them down and go down the route that you know hey 
I did this because I got pressured. Yeah. You knew it, the end result wouldn't be great. Yeah. Life's too short to live with regret. Yeah. Totally. Right? Thousand percent. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Regret. So barber school, you I see here in Anaheim. Yeah. Where in a crime. Anaheim. Off Lincoln in the five. <laughs> yeah. The barber school just went out of business recently because. Uh, there's an old uh, this dude. He's from the he's Navy, like proud, like Polish dude. From, he was in the Navy, and it was a really good barbershop. <coughs> I mean, barber school. Um, it was kind of like a chop shop. Okay. So you didn't really learn a lot, like what you're supposed to learn for state board or whatever. You didn't learn, you know. You, we didn't do book work unless you did it yourself. Like you, you kind of had to do your. So like having gone to college, yeah, and then going to that, like the textbook is like your, you know sophomore high school biology book it's got bold letters like and it, no offense to anybody in my profession but a lot of guys in my industry like barbering is like their way out or their second chance or like they, they choose it because it's somebody's told them that they can do that or that's all they can do you should try this like yeah there's not a like i made the conscious like decision like i don't know i, you think, felt I, a little I think i can do it yeah, like, yeah. And I also had, like, a plan in my head of what I wanted going into the future, you know? Yeah. Where some guys didn't. But the owner of the barbershop was really, really good dude. Like, he was tough. The barber school then was only, like, seven grand. But then they got FAFSA, and then he died, and his kids ran it kind of into the ground. Oh. And then it closed because they were embezzling money from FAFSA. So, mm, wow. you're like... It Crazy. sucked because it was such a good school. It's in the, I mean, it's not the hood. It's right across from Anaheim High School. Yeah. So you have a ton of good, good traffic and you get a lot of technical haircuts, especially mm -hmm. like skin fades and stuff that, yeah. you know, barbers aren't necessarily good at, like, because you don't learn, you don't have, you know, that refined by fire. Like my first, I mean, it's the world's easiest haircut now, but my first haircut on the first Sunday. So the, the old man would let us cut on Sundays and, uh, that was if he liked you and you could keep the money. So like Monday through Saturday was like school and they kept the money. You got to keep your tips. But Sundays you could come work and make money. So I did a, a one on top medium skin fade, which is literally like probably if I did it fast, like six or seven minutes. Wow. It took me like two hours the first time. <laughs> and it's some cholo gangbanger that we ended Holy up becoming shit. friends like that down the, you know, my yeah. barber school for 10 months. So like, you know, halfway through, and that dude kept giving me a shot. He's like, it wasn't that bad. It just took forever. Like, I, I got to be out of here in, like, 40 minutes this time. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right, just sweating. You're like, just, can you the, move your gun? Exactly. He's <laughs> <laughs> your big old Anaheim tattoo on his throat, like, ain't the angels, which is, you know, we had rival sets of gang members that come into that yeah. barber school, which is cool. Like, wow. Respect was like, yeah. I don't fucking like you, but... Yeah, we're in a safe place right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave first. Barber like, shop is a church for yeah, some it, people. It totally is. Absolutely, is. That's so crazy. It's a, it's a safe space. And, and I'm, I'm sure you know the the stories of the the gossip you hear, or the, you know people yeah. love to talk during totally. you know, during the cuts and sittings and yeah, stuff. I know I know most everything about most people. So now you're a psychiatrist. And totally. <laughs> it was so. Now there's two dudes. There's Justin that cuts in that chair there, and then yeah. Richie cuts on the other side of the wall, and. Um, but originally I was in here by myself for five years and then that so how, was real quick how yeah. long have you been in business uh, so August will be the start of my 10th year 10 wow. years in the shop congrats I got, I think dude that's, that's right. insane I think we should have a party yeah I'm glad we're yeah. gonna have a party for sure <laughs> it's gonna be a rager we won't be here <laughs> <laughs> 
It'll be a Wayfair. We drink at Wayfair all the time. We'll be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it? Ten years. So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, yeah, next August would be like the tenth, like ten years. Because I signed my lease in two thousand, two thousand ten. Okay. Here in this building, and uh, yeah, it's it's good. But I was by myself for a long time, and I definitely like had a lot more of that psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist. Yeah. I'd get dudes that come in here and uh, they bear their Vent. soul yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. You know, like any good, bad whatever yeah and you know some of those dudes still come here and this changed because there's now there's at any given time there's six to ten people in the shop so you're not gonna you're not gonna air your laundry the yeah same way yeah that you did before i've always I, and i've thought like i think as i get older i'll probably get back to that yeah i almost went back to school to get a um, psychology degree yeah just so i'd have a little more like foundation for like properly asking the right questions yeah. to help people if if they want it or if yeah. they're seeking that yeah and then that was the same, like, I don't want to spend the money and I don't want to do 3,000 hours of free work when I have a job that pays me just fine to come, you know? Yeah. So I'll when you when you up. graduated uh, from barber school and you you're, you came and set up this shop, or did you go work at... So I worked Ultra? at a shop in, in CDM for like nine to ten months, nine months, right after barber school. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. In Corona Del Mar. Yeah, right by the C's Candy Shop. Okay. It's called Corona Del Mar. There's actually another barber shop in there that now... Is it an old school one or is it kind of, kind of not? The lady that owned it, her name is Connie. She was really cool. She she took me in fresh out of barber school into that kind of that shop, um, and it was a good experience for me. She was technically a stylist, so I learned a little bit more of like cutting with the shears. Because like I said, I went to like a hood barber school. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't really the scissors were not a like oh let's now let's do this blending with these scissors. It was like clippers mostly, and you kind of had to figure some of the other stuff out on your own. And so Connie took me in and took a chance on me. And, uh, but the situation was kind of weird. And so I ended up getting this, this spot. And then she found out, so she fired me. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I wasn't doing haircuts. I wasn't stealing customers or anything, but it is kind of faux pas. Yeah. And, uh, but it, so you, it is you, what it is. You worked there for how long? Like nine months. Nine months? Yeah, it was a good shop. And then you said, you know what, I'm going to branch out on my own yeah it was just a situation like wasn't like long term yeah. like her daughter worked there too abby and abby's a great barber but um it was just like them yeah, yeah. And they worked fine together but nobody had lasted like any other employee that had been there nobody had lasted more than like a, a year or so yeah. because it just it's difficult to work for people like that yeah and I, don't, <laughs> I don't like having a boss at yeah. all anyway yeah. so it was never going to be long term. I was yeah. never ever going to sit in some. I was going to do my own thing. But yeah. So did you have like by then like a, a decent amount of clientele? Like no, I started from scratch in here. I didn't. I didn't pursue any of the customers. She actually she did send some. I think the ones she didn't like that much. Yeah. She <laughs> sent up here for a little while and then, you know. But then I started. From, yeah, like building. Like okay, I'm going to build out. And I, I had three jobs so that I could justify paying the rent in here i had yeah. another buddy that we split it for the first like six months or so and um but then it just kind of picked up it took like i mean striking out on your own is such a big yeah, endeavor it's you know? a big yeah. endeavor yeah. right like this, being this your own boss has a lot of responsibility yeah. and Stupid. work and stress yeah. and you know what i mean that's yeah. But a ton of reward, too. But it's a great totally. American story. Totally. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally... I love my job. I started off the year, like, 
fuck, I love going to work. Like, yeah. and I hadn't felt that in a long time. Yeah. And I think sometimes you get stuck and like, oh, I gotta go in or that customer or whatever. And I'm moody like everybody else can be. So, you know, some days I come in, I don't want to see half the people that are coming in because yeah. they annoy the crap out of me when I'm in a bad mood. But not all the current <laughs> customers, you guys all no, rock. You guys are the best. <laughs> yeah. These were like way back in the day. <laughs> so, no, my customers, no, they all straight tell them. Like, Dude, we're always fucking late. Like, <laughs> we make we have these beer savage, which is another like. Yes, we love oh, beer savage. Yeah. Beer savage. What a, another like? Tyler. Mm, got, yeah, Tyler and Fudo. Fudo, and, of course. Yeah, Fudo. We're good but friends we, with those guys. Yeah, good, we need we need to get a sponsorship from them. Dude, you should, dude. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some shotgun. Right? I'll send you home with the shotgun. The shotgun. The party starter. Party starter. Yeah. yeah. So so we make people shotgun beers when they're late. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't get to enjoy that. Free I show up late every time. What if I show up really late? Sure, sure. So going back to three, three quarters of lights coming up. Thank oh. you, sir. I have a new beer sponsor. We're getting a kegerator here soon, too. Ooh. Yes. Beach Grease. What that? is it called? Beach Grease. Beach Street. Beach Grease. Beach Grease. Beach Grease. Sorry. Yeah. He needs to clear out the surfer's wax. Yeah. Ears. My ears are... Pretty yeah. bad, and I don't want to go to the doctor to see. Yeah. No, I'll never get him drilled. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, Some of my buddies that have done that, it it just seems like the most miserable sketch. And yeah, you're you're like you're messing with something so. Yeah, ah, such a good sound. So thank you. That tastes amazing. Um, so you opened the shop, and did you have a name right off the bat? Because. You know, kind it's of. Eagle and Pig Barbershop. They call you Pig Bar. How'd you get your nickname? So when I was in barber school, they had this. We had like I was there. Like I said, was there like ten months. We had like four different teachers in that ten months because the old man just kept firing people and hiring people back <laughs> in. But the one was like a little more structured than others. So she had us do this like dream board or whatever, where you had to write out you know what you want out of your barbering career. Like what, yeah. what do you expect? Wow, and, like a business which plan. Which was great. Yeah, it was a one. All you had to do is a one pager. And like I said guys in my industry have the tendency to not be the most scholastic so yeah some of those dudes are like we're not gonna we're not gonna let you take your barber test until you finish this one page it's like what would you name your barber shop if you had one it's like stupid questions it's like oh god but so I, at the time uh, me and a buddy uh my buddy tom we had started a surfboard company called Orange Surfboards. Okay. And just go shaping and designing, you know, what we like to surf. Yeah. I've always had an issue with brands and, like, not wanting to represent brands very much. So, like, doing that on, on our own was cool. Uh, yeah, DIY, your own ideas, your own. Yeah, your like color, color schemes and, and shapes and, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And um, uh, I got into surfing pigs then, like, the traditional, like... 50s and like late 50s early 60s style surfboards and yeah so i was like oh dude i'll take my barbershop the pig or something like that and so that was the name on there and then when when we got the shop me and my buddy sean that we shared it for a little while together um he was doing like american like furniture clothing vintage stuff yeah and so that's where the eagle came from in the name and then the pig just kind of stuck and my friend started you know calling me pig barber and then when Instagram became something, that's like one of my, like I, I told you guys before, like I don't really have a computer even. Well, so one of my buddies yeah. set it up as my Instagram as Pig Barber. And that's just been that. Now. Well, you, your shop looks like it could be almost a tattoo parlor. I mean, you're loaded with, with tattoos and... Yeah, I, it's... It, I mean, it's got a cool rustic, like, kind of authentic, yeah. like, look, which it's is... the cheapest way to decorate the walls. Well, I mean, that... Your name and, fits what your barbershop 
looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's freaking dope. And I, and I love the quote <laughs> on your, your website. Uh, I am very proud yeah. to be called a pig. It stands for pride, integrity, and gut. Yeah. And that's by Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and I cool. freaking love that. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. One of my customers. Leave it, leave it to Jay, our yeah, investigative, to investigative uh, reporter. Yeah. Journalist here. Out there on the beat. Hey, all I do to is bring just, up that know. kind of... Uh, <laughs> Wikipedia. Who is this guy? Oh, really, <laughs> dude? Oh, shit. Yeah. Not just good top. looks. You got brains, too. Yeah. Top top 100 most impressive barbers in, in, in Costa Mesa. Oh, wow. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I got hipster barber that you're one here. Oh, I believe it. I oh, believe it. What, so, like, I'm sure you do a ton of this, the, the surf skate, you know, lifestyle brands around yeah. here. Yeah, you get, totally. You get a bunch of the executives or... or yeah, staff. You're in the heart of... Yeah. And I was part of, like, putting the shop over here. I knew that... You're, because of some of my friends and the people I knew the in surf, the industry, you started yeah. a surf brand or surfboard yeah. building. You had a you had a tie. Yeah. What was that called? Orange, Orange surfboards. Orange surfboards. Yeah. So all those pigs have we did. It's a pig barber model, but those are the only four, except for one that snuck by that my buddy's sister bought. Yeah. And I tried I tried to steal it from from them recently because it's the only other board that has that laminate on it, and I don't want anybody else to have them. So yeah. she's I'm. First right of refusal if she ever gets rid of it, which she probably won't, but yeah. I want that back. Well, I mean, any any famous people out, outside the surf in, in, you know, action sports industry you, you cater to? I'd... Any tattoo artists you, you work with? No, I've had the opportunity to cut a lot of cool people's hair. Yeah. But <laughs> the cooler you are or the more successful you are, typically, like, you, you don't fit into the shop very well here because <laughs> your expectations are like I can get it when I want it yeah um, and so it gets a little and I won't throw yeah. anybody under the bus here but I have but, an opening at 3 o'clock on Thursday and they're like that's not going to work for me or like, I guess it doesn't work for yeah, me yeah where you and I'm like oh, I'm really good like people that I like people that I enjoy having in the yeah. shop I'll book early or late like yeah. if they can do it and they don't you know bust with some, some of my friends like the yeah. schedule's busy like yeah. I'm, I'm booked up a week or two in advance and so like getting you know the people I really enjoy like that I actually live life with sometimes I have to make concessions so that they can get, get a haircut hey, I got this. and we can even just catch up you know like yeah. it sucks but. hey I got this hot date on Saturday night can I come in can you meet me at 8 yeah exactly right? and like you that's get, the thing do you, do, you, do you seriously get some of those absolutely I'll get, I'll get dudes <laughs> that are like hey I, uh, I just got my engagement ring and I can't it's burning a hole in my pocket like I'm gonna do it you know this weekend and I'm like, all right, yeah, dude, I got you. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll make time for you because I want you to look good. Like, that's the community aspect of, that's awesome, of the barber yeah. shop. Like, yeah. But it will also be like, I'll be a dick to you if you're a dick to me. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, this is my shop. There are rules. And yeah. the rules help it freaking move forward yeah. well, you know? You know what's funny? The rules are like, you show up late, you get half the shotgun here. And I'll do this. is like, so for sure, you know, obviously, this, this is a surf podcast we're doing. That's what I fucking hate about surfing now, is there are no fucking rules anymore. Nobody knows the rules. Leashes, wetsuits, they have created a culture where it's like, I don't know, man, I do CrossFit, I'm super in shape. Like, I'm gonna start surfing, I moved to Southern California. <laughs> from Nebraska. And don't have any guidance, right? My dad taught me like, okay, yeah, the, if you're watching you know, the lineup and that's where the wave's at, you know, find two spots on the beach, you're probably gonna catch the most waves if you stay in between the people sitting here. Well, I, don't, yeah. I can't paddle forever, so I'm just gonna float with the current. And, yeah. 
I, like, I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm all, you're only going to get as good as, as how many, you know, obviously how much time you spend in the water, but how many waves you catch. So why are you going to go paddle out the most crowded spot and yeah. not catch any waves? No. Go down the beach. Yeah. Catch a lot of waves down there. I think Don't we get need my to way. tell the people that have surf camps and schools and blah, blah, blah to teach surf etiquette. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think absolutely. That would be a step in the right direction. Because yeah. you're right. I mean, there's, you know, and, and we're in the surf industry, so we, we welcome people to surfing, mm-hmm. but have some knowledge yeah. of etiquette. Yeah, and, absolutely. And follow that. Yeah, you know, because. Yeah, I don't mean, paddle there like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm going. The waves are breaking to the right. I'm gonna paddle right here in this. Hey, Lance Burkhart will put you in your place exactly. real quick. Yeah, Yankee on that leash. <laughs> turtle, turtle. Uh, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah, Richie. So Richie grew up in Santa Ana, and he never really like, did the beach a lot. And uh, we did a photo shoot for that beer company a while back, and we got a beach grease. Beach grease. Yeah, they're based on Vista, and. Um, we uh, I had I had a couple of beater boards that I've since gotten rid of and put Richie on one and was like trying to push him into waves, and it was like it was funny to watch. And after he's like, I really want to I want to catch a wave now. Like yeah. he kind of almost stood up and all and then fell and then sprung off the bottom. I'm like dude, you can't like you don't like gotta protect your noggin there dude like yeah. tail here he just like a mermaid comes out of the water like you were, i thought i thought he was gonna split his brains wide open. <laughs> and, and that's like like going back to just surf etiquette it's not hey where you sit in the lineup but it's also how to avoid injury yeah. and stuff and like perfect mm-hmm. example of you is like dude this board can come spear you right yeah. in the head if you're not coming oh, up with dude. your arms in front of you so, don't go head first into the sandbar i used to do surf lessons for toes on the nose when i was in my like period of trying not to have a job do enough jobs to make like i was selling advertising and writing articles for a mma magazine what the hell yeah one of my you buddies. just turned into the most so interesting this, man in, in uh barber so this barber this book right here by bobby Pittman. he only did that for this book this is one of the raunchiest joke books you'll ever read like a lot of the N-word and that <laughs> racist stuff. What's it called again? It's called All Time Best Joke. Okay. <laughs> he made this book. He's like publishing in paper and stuff like that. And uh, his, his son got into the MMA stuff and he did some fighting overseas and whatnot. And so they started these magazines and they licensed the name Tap Out for one of them. And then the other one was MMA Worldwide. So I sold, you know, advertising to mostly like nutraceutical companies because they always had money. Yeah. And they were always going out of business. So it was always open ad space. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, minimum package is 75 grand. They're like, here, we'll write you the check right now. Hopefully. And it. then three weeks later, you know, the FDA is like, oh, you know, you're banned in the United States. <laughs> and we had, with them, we had no, so I would, it was kind of a con, but whatever. Yeah. Paid my bills. That's amazing. Um, but I was doing surf lessons at the same time. Okay. And we would do them down at, uh, toes, no, toes on the nose. Toes on the nose right down here. the street right yeah. here. Yeah. They had a shop. I don't know if it's still they there. They share with Old Man's Rule or they, yeah, they, they, they are old. They yeah, are the same. Man. Yeah. 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 They, um, they had a shop at the Hyatt in Huntington. Okay. They still do, I think. There. Do they? Yeah. I haven't been. I'm not, I don't. I only sneak into the water slide pool. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I go to, I've been going to the Hilton has a bar on the top, on the top floor. Have you been there yet? Yeah. Oh, the Hilton. It's too damn small though, right? It is tiny. It's small. Yeah, but it's the best view in the area. It's yeah. rad. I, we keep talking about it. I haven't been there. Oh, it's I'm, great. Like, me and my wife talked about it yeah. last, last it's, night. It's oh. badass. They have like happy hour and stuff too, so it's not because it's kind of pricey like everything else is. Yeah. But uh, I remember like the same on that like safety injury of these like Midwesterners and they were surfing. We tried to tell them because they had like a probably an 8.4. So you did board. surf lessons 
right in front of the Hilton? Uh, we did sometimes. We were technically supposed to, I think, but we would take them to down to Blackies because okay. it was easier. It's like flat sand bottom. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you You're hoping get... to get laced by a by a stingray and never get exactly, water again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, step right there on it, little kid. Um, what was it, like most of the um, surf lessons from people out of state just here on vacation? Yeah, right? like, totally. Just, and I got, I, I did, I did surf lessons for some really interesting people. So it's a lot like this shop. Like yeah. I get some interesting people that come to the door. Like, like yeah. there's famous people that come in here, or whatever. And there are, but they're bigger pains in the ass. <laughs> but yeah, this this chick had a, um, yeah, they had like a, like a pro comp shortboard leech on like an eight foot board. So oh. obviously it's too close. Yeah. And she, <laughs> like, did like the sideways. She was like standing like parallel and did like a step off. And the board just kept going, and then it, the, you know, the leash was short, and she came back. Shunk. And, like, because of the way she fell, it hit her, like, right in the top of the forehead. Oh. And she had blonde. She was blonde. And then she had red hair. Oh. Very, I mean, her forehead was just... So you had a hardboard, not a softboard. They did. We had softboards. These are just around us. <sighs> no, dude, surf lessons are the easiest. Like, little kids or even adults. Yeah. What sucks is you get real fat people. Like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> be Kelly Slater I'm like well <laughs> you're gonna need to exercise just a little bit more yeah. before I can help you surf good but the, it's cool like you know experiencing like on people people that yeah. never touch the water and yeah. see the joy on their face yeah. and like oh, yeah. I mean just getting them to their feet they're you know for them that's surfing yeah. just standing up just standing and, and cruising they probably had the biggest smiles ever mm-hmm. just Our, freaking it was it was really cool to see that we have a couple friends that uh that do that for a living you know as a side job or whatever and Sometimes you see them out in the water and, you know, they're, they're showing kids or adults, you know, how to surf. And, you know, you catch a glimpse of their faces when they when they stand up and they like their faces are just oh, yeah. beaming. And you're yeah. just like out for a split second. I'm actually stoked for them. And then I, and then I go get the hell out of here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really glad. But you can go back to Oklahoma now. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you saw the ocean. You came, you conquered. You can tell your friends you surfed this summer first day back. It's cool, but Welcome to Huntington Beach, yeah, now go home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, surfing. We love you. Yeah. Oh, that's what Jim Jim Phillips is shapes my boards. He uh, this is, you know, probably ten years ago now. He's like, just wait, surfing is going to become the worst sport ever. Like, what we know it now and what we'd like. Like, he grew up in, he was born in Rhode Island. Like, if wow. he wanted to surf, he was wearing freaking, like, dry boots and, like, dry suit from Fisherman oh. hat part of the year if it was good. So cool. And dude, you're getting, those like, guys go th- dude, through on the East the Coast? Crazy. I, I, I don't know if I could do it. Frozen faces and... Yeah. Well, well, duct taping... Yeah. Suits, yeah. you know, and the legs in the sleeve. Yeah. And then val Vaselining yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that's all some this, serious. All yeah. this Vaseline. So yeah. All over your face. Like, yeah. I remember the first, I think it was surfing or surfer that did a, um, it was probably like Nantucket or something like that. And it was, you know, snow four feet, four feet of snow and these dudes and like, that was, was probably 10 maybe. So it's yeah. like 20 years ago and surf exploration was still like a thing or like yeah the places where we surf you know southern california hawaii australia like it's warm most of the time like we wear wetsuits part of the year but then you start to see these places and you're like oh you surf in nova scotia yeah what the hell yeah and then dude's like commitment right one dude i remember one dude he's like he's like i don't smoke he's like but i'll light a cigarette and i just hold it in my mouth right here so when i walk 
you know, to the beach, my face will stay warm. That is so crazy. But it was like zero degrees. Oh my god! Like, I mean, we're spoiled in Southern so California. Spoiled. Like, yeah. I smoke because I surf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is exactly that is crazy. Why did you start smoking? Because I surf. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is so crazy. I didn't want my nose to fall off to keep on my the water to the beach. I mean, I, just here in the winter, you know, the Huntington has a ton of sand. Just running from your car to the beach, your feet are freaking. And I'm like, this is wussy ass wussies. California yeah. or Southern California. Yeah, we're wussies. I can't. I, I, I yeah. can't wear booties either. No, they're dangerous yes. to me. I think they're dangerous. I hate them. Yeah. Um, so speaking of of surfing changing, you know, you've seen wave pools. Yeah. I kind of want to go. <laughs> Hell yeah, you wanna want to go. I want to try. Getting barrels like the best thing ever. And, yeah, you can just tee them up and be like, yeah, I just want the barrel. I don't want to do turns. Yeah, I just want to take off and just stand there. And... Well, I, I remember Bruce Irons. He had an interviewer quote, and it's like they asked him like, "What's your favorite movie?" He's like, "The Barrel." He's yeah. like, "I wish I could live in there my whole life." <laughs> it is such a good. The first barrel you ever. I want to spend the rest of my life yeah. inside the barrel. I remember it, it is. Time stops. Dude, it slows down. It's, it's the best feeling. Yeah. I don't get them as often as I used to. No. I think my first barrel is 10. 10. Have you had any opportunities for the wave pool yet or not no, yet? I, yeah, there's a couple. Um, just trying to figure out. One of my buddies, um, his brother owns like a tech company out of North Carolina. And he's one of those like, he, he's cool, but he's got money. Like a yeah. lot. And yeah. so he's actually talked about buying it out for yeah. either of them or both of them yeah. that we can go to here in the States right now. That's cool. Um, for the day yeah which would be which is like way too much money it's, it's so way too much but, money but and you might get a brain eating amoeba so <laughs> yeah depends on which one you go to well and the thing yeah. is too like i think for me i'd get you know one of the, the questions on here is like surfboard design and stuff like that and yeah. i really through that experience of having a surfboard company with yeah. you know some buddies that we're all very into surfboard design yeah so like one of our good friends is this guy donnie brink donald brink he shapes down in um yeah out of san clemente south african guy south african yeah. yeah and he's a super like he's into hydrodynamics he's kind of i think he's more so an artist prior to being you know building furniture or painting like he's just a real creative guy yeah but he got deep into like hydrodynamics and the way that surfboard design and you know a there are other flows. people there are other people that will claim like the like asymmetrical shit Mm -hmm. you know they'll claim it's super heavy like i created asymmetric and uh donnie's been on it for a long time like years been like ah but why like have you ridden it uh asymmetrical boards yeah Yeah, i've had a few i got a couple in the rack over there you ridden one i haven't i have not yeah they're cool they're weird they're super weird like i have one over there that donnie did but it totally makes sense asymmetrical tail yeah so gary hamlet used to shake my boards as a kid and we, I would, I remember the first time I like, I was kind of a, you know, it's probably 14 or 15 and I was like looking at the rails and I was like, oh yeah, like you see the rails kind of weird. Like you didn't, it's like a little bit like, you know, sharper and longer on one side of the tail. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. You shape right hand left or left side, right side. It's going to be a little different. Like yeah. I'm not a computer here. It's like, I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a yeah. machine doing this. And that was the first time it was like, oh, kind of. And I didn't know like then the like asymmetrical surfboards were going to become a thing yeah but it made sense like and then this board well, that i have that i really like that one i think you've seen i don't know if i've ever surfed that that i had it that day i saw yeah. it at Huntington. Okay. it's a 6-0 
it's um the 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 outline of it is is symmetrical yeah um it has you know stringers down the middle but on the toe side it's got like a traditional i think it's a hobie um fish Mm. tail on the one on on your toe side yeah and then it's got like a double bump he's grabbing the board for us it's got like a double bump like oh wow yeah so yeah, you got your traditional fish, right? Regular foot. Yeah. So obviously, it's like. Hold that up again. Sick. So it's like. <clears throat> I love surfing fishes, and I, I mean, they've evolved yeah. so much. And then this, like, on the heel side, I, it just having, you know, this little corner not there. A little softer. But when you hammer it around on turns, and this is a little bit bigger board. Yeah. Like, I'm only 5'9, and this is 6'0. Typically, for a lot the of, longest lot of time. time. Yeah, but it's only, it's really thin. Like, if you feel it rail, like. It's it's not that thick. Oh yeah, and it's really light. Get, but you can get like, by the microphone. You can uh. Yep, it's made out of fiberglass. <laughs> you can just set it on the ground. Come on. And uh, but you can hammer that thing on turns. Like you can push it around super hard and yeah. just just the way that, that water flows off of it. And you know you get you know double V or like a little heavier V on the one side than the other side, and, yeah. it, and it's going to move water differently. Um, what what um, comes up a lot is just like different designs and like how how surfboards have evolved over the years. Yeah, and it's cool because you know you could oh, you intruders. could do you could do all kinds of different. Yeah. So, you know, feelings of surfing, yeah, the totally. glide, and, and, um, hey, Sam, like Matt Bios is kind of really started promoting a lot. Totally. And, you know, he, what, I don't know if he posted a photo of an ASAM board he, you know, found back in the archives that it was 25 years ago totally. that he shaped it. Totally. And at then, people were just, nobody grasped oh, the concept. Nobody. It was kind of like, dude, put that thing away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's now, Come in full circle. Where you think like 90s surfboard culture was narrow noses with a lot of entry Banana, rockers. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to blame Kelly Slater for that. Yeah, yeah. well he was getting tens at pipe and people thought they were <laughs> Kelly Slater. Well you gotta you gotta blame him for the you know well, changes of today too. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. I mean and you look at local surf culture for us, like we have so many different weird influences and like the especially just coast of Mesa. Yeah. And yeah. like you got that nose crew. Dude, and like the boards that Alex shapes for himself or gets shaped for him, like they look sick. You, you, they look really cool. Yeah. They make you want to buy them, but you can't surf them anywhere near as good yeah. as he does. Well, that's, yeah. So is yeah. he shaping? He does shape yeah. that wow. a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, then there's a, a Gato. Gato Heroi, Robbie Kegel. Okay. Uh, Robbie, Robbie and I used to be friends back in the day. And he, so he actually learned to shape from a few different people. Um, one of them being Jim Phillips. And so he actually worked on like one of his models as the Playboy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that board was like kind of in that long board that culture that swapped around probably yeah. dude like I mean that was like 15 years ago where like the longboard culture thing started sure. with some of the different you know Sprout and Seedling and yeah. some of those movies that got made that were like yeah. like fuck like Thomas it can be Campbell's yeah Thomas Campbell stuff like, yeah you can, Scotty and there's a bunch of guys that came out of that like zone yeah you know and it and it created a whole subculture in surfing that's different yeah and, and it's not the 
you know, aggro shortboard thing. Yeah. And now ag- shortboarders aren't even that aggro. Yeah, and we talk about it all the time just the diversity of like types of, you know, surf. You were just a surfer back in the day, and now yeah. there's like, you know, you're yeah. a hipster surfer riding or whatever. Uh, I love. You're the you're the longboard retro yeah. guy. You're yeah. the hotboard, you know, shortboard guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different like, but it's hey, whatever. I mean, yeah, as you're I mean, out there having fun. It's it's crazy when you watch. Uh, crap, I'm forgetting his name. The long-haired dude. He's Australian. Search for Hayden. Oh, uh, Craig oh, Anderson. Craig Anderson. Yep. I think it's the UPS guy, maybe. Yeah, we're, we're you know, it's a it's a Monday, folks. We're, yeah. we're in mix. They got construction out in front on yeah. the sidewalks. Uh, technically, the shop's closed today, but he still has to conduct business. Yeah. Yeah, what were you going to say about Craig Anderson? Uh, watching him drop in on a 5-6 Hypto Crypto in macking cloud break. Yeah. And then... It makes you feel like you can be Superman too. Yeah. We forget that like <laughs> that dude is a creative like balls to the wall surfer. Yeah. And you know people buy like our, the Hayden shape thing. Like the boards are great. Like, the Hipto is one of the best boards I've ever surfed. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. If you look at my quiver, I really don't have traditional short boards. I don't surf those very often at all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've you know surfed a couple of them, but. I used to make fun of all my buddies for that this period of time. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to surf with the Hayden Shapes like sponsored crew because everybody just got to buy that board. And it's crazy yeah. surf culture with you know media and our, our access to you know Instagram and all that kind of stuff. It changes so the quick. trends in oh surfing so fast. Yeah, and like there's a couple you know the, the wave pool thing. Like talking to some people that have surfed them or whatever. there's going to be a wave pool model board for sure. So there has to yeah. be yeah because it's totally different. It's more like if you've ever wake surf behind a boat like yeah. the, the drive and everything is different it's got to be a lot shorter to fit in the curve yeah, it's, it's got to still have a lot settle of down guys <laughs> settle down <laughs> for a guy speaking from experience what the time you got uh, stitches shut the hell or you up, hit the Jay bottom or the board hit you at the wake late board. night chill out but uh <laughs> surfing a Kelly's wave is magical is it it it's on your own you brought your own it's horse. like yes it's like surfing a perfect wave every single time which is crazy yeah but um but yeah i mean how was the learning knows? how was the learning curve on that like cuz i hear the takeoffs kind of weird the takeoff first right yeah i, I think you, you got to take off down the line you can there's so many different things that go through your head and, and all the advice and all the you know what i mean like your 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 mind's like you just don't want to miss the wave. Put it that way. Like that's your biggest fear. Oh yeah, fear. absolutely. You miss that wave. You're yeah. You're you're cost you a thousand stock. bucks. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. It's the most expensive wave you've ever. Who is it? Uh, it's okay. Just want to say. Uh, so my yeah. car just got hit in the parking lot here. <laughs> we we had to take a pause from the interview to go assess the damage on Lyndon's car. <laughs> Some lady did a little scruffing or scratching on my car and left but hit and run good neighbors run. good neighbors in the shop area yeah there. got that license yeah. plate decent thanks. people we're thanks coming, Noel we're coming for you lady yeah anyways so going back to Eagle and Pig Barber okay you have some really rad partnerships with different brands I wanted to kind of ask you how first you know how those came up and then and what you guys are doing uppercut is like the the hair product sponsor that i work with and they um they approached me like eight almost nine years ago um when they started distributing in the united states they distributed then with absolute board company which was like penny skateboards and z flex yeah and um they were doing agenda 
and so I cut an agenda for the like the first time that the brand was in, in the states. It was really cool. Steve and Kira and Luke were the founders of the brand, and they just thought my the, the shop aesthetic kind of fit what they liked and yeah. surf, skate, you know, yeah. cars, bike, you know, hot rods and, and motorcycles, and so then that now they're stuck with me forever probably. yeah so do you um i mean products are expensive especially when you're using and you're doing all the you know yeah, the cuts here are. and there and you factor it into your you know sure you know yeah. you know sheets or whatever but uh do you sell the products here mm -hmm. as well so somebody comes in yeah we like, sell the full the full line of all the that's cool products and that yeah, they've too. been really good to me through the years like i've gotten to go on some on cool trips and i've been all over the united states and you know a couple countries to you for them cutting hair and you do like pop-up barbershop yeah pop-up barbershop music and events and yeah yeah rad. we did vestal village which you know anytime you just cut in weird like hot muggy or bad lighting like yeah it's funny when i go to barber schools and like do classes for the brand too kids are always like kids that are adults typically but they're like oh how do i get sponsored and i was like you don't want to be sponsored <laughs> yeah let me tell you, yeah. you're going to cut hair in literally the worst places you possibly imagine. And then people's expectation are like, you're a sponsored barber. You got to like, yeah. this is going to be you're, the best you're, haircut you're, I ever got. Yeah, the level like of... Closing one eye, like trying to get like shadows. Like, God, this can be brutal. You're like, you're like, hey, wait a minute, man. We're outside in the tent. I've been drinking beers all day. All day long. <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you expect? It's the best haircut right? exactly. for me. You're getting whatever I want to give you. And but, it's gonna be great. But you got some sponsors that are obviously not related to hair products. Yeah, right? I've been fortunate to work with some cool people through the years, and like you know, sponsorships or like brand, um, they try come and go. Like I, I've worked with some rad. Like I worked with Richard and Porter for a little while. Sweet. Um, I worked with House Beer for a little while. I'm actually switching, uh, doing a we're doing a beer release on May 25th at the Wayfair. For, uh, it's called Pigs Parade Pilsner with Beach Grease, which is out of Vista. And uh, the artwork and all that's super cool. It's all pig influenced. And like, that's cute. Like, obviously, for the shop, like, we give beers. And so having a, a beer sponsorship is, is really nice. Yeah. yeah. It helps definitely keep that bottom line in a little bit more yeah. favorable. We're, we're place. looking for a beer sponsor, too. Beach Grease. Well, it like, gives you another dimension of like why you should come to totally. big barber absolutely yeah. yeah yeah well it's an experience you're here to get your hair cut but you know you want to hang out with have conversations cool people yeah. um you know a liquor sponsor is what we need have a beer <laughs> yeah we need we'll a jameson sponsor <laughs> we drink too much of that yeah. um and then i've worked like i work off and on actually hopefully um uh, i'm doing the u.s open this year sick of surfing vans awesome. is doing like a I don't exactly know what it is, but it's like a, a cultural type thing. So it's going to be like a one-off tent with yeah. a bunch of different like Southern California, as far as I know, like Southern California, like surf, skate, vans, kind of yeah. music, whatever, artists kind of thing yeah. that I think, that, you know, tell like the band story, like as a culture icon, you know, for a lot of us, like yeah. I basically well, only wear they, vans. they'll do a pig barber, eagle and pig barber vans colorway. That'd be rad. Right? Yeah. Oh god, I'd wear there them all the I instead I, of instead of having the the little um, thing in the back, the little rubber tab. Oh yeah. Have that say pig barber. That'd what? So I don't know. That's that's kind of like the red tab. Like it's yeah. That's. I'll just do a little sew on. There you I go. I have the the Thrasher ones. I have the Thrasher and I got them because they're not like bold, but they just have it on the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, so we're doing that, but I'm going to partner with like Butt Snorkeler. I've known those guys for a long time. <laughs> awesome. And they do rad stuff. And yeah. so technically it's the year of the pig. And wow. So for like China, you know, Chinese yes. year or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to do some cool shit for the U.S. Open. That's cool. Yeah, Mackle. Michael. Do you do any merchandise, like tees and hats? Yeah, and we stuff? do tees and stuff. Like, I, oh, yeah, I, I take like that inspiration from, like, so I went on this run for a while, and I'm I might be transitioning away from it. I don't know, but it was taking like iconic photos that I just like, and not really give a shit about what anybody else's opinion are on them. So like, if you see like that one over there, the notorious PIGs, like yeah, Biggie, I love it, and did that one, and that, and people really liked that a lot. Um, but I did. Um, like this sticker right here. This is based off of the that like famous Mickey Dora at at Malibu oh, where he like wow. hung himself on the cross yeah, at pig. the beach. And uh, that's epic. And then his nickname was the cat, so I did the pig. The pig. So I kinda like I like to do that. Then the the last tee, the one that you, you just took a picture of Jay, is a uh, my buddy Luke, who's one of the founders of Uppercut. Okay. He owns a barber shop in Noosa. Um, on the beach when he like he moved away from the uppercut thing and like just he moved I mean Noosa's like country beach yeah like it's it's mellow beautiful and he has a barbershop there called General Officer and we've talked for years about doing a collab tea and so he we actually just did that one and then the last one I did is this like backwoods like the cigars you either smoke them as cigars or some people might roll them up into blunts depending on your persuasion but I just <laughs> I used to smoke them all the time yeah. And I don't as much anymore. Scars are great. I don't so smoke them often. But nah, dude, I hate, look, I hate the way it makes my face smell, and I sleep like crap after. <laughs> I just can't. I will sometimes when I know, like, out with the boys or something, and yeah. my wife's not around, and I don't have to hear it. <laughs> I just smoke. I got on, one of my buddies bought me a Jewel. Oh, like no. a little vape thing. I don't smoke. I don't smoke it hardly ever. But if I like, go out drinking and you have that, like, God, oh, I'm smoking a cigarette right now, or uh, I'll, I'll backwards. I smoke like on a drinking night, like out just having fun with you know friends or whatever, or sitting around a bonfire. I'll smoke an entire five backwards, just <laughs> like like you're smoking cigarettes, which Got is awful. Lung. Which is awful for you. Yeah, it's bad for that surf cardio I don't have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. And but, then uh, I see the the huge the huge wood. Peter Savage, yeah, Savage. yeah, yeah. I've known Tyler uh, for a long time now. Um, he's a good dude. Back when he's still at Active, yeah. And um, he's actually in the car club that we do too. The hub, oh, it's called Hubcats, and it's it's a motor club, so it's motorcycle and cars. And not everybody even has motorcycles and cars right now. It's more of a like a hangout group of yeah. friends. Like-minded my, like interests. Yeah, and totally. Like, you know, buddies. Yeah. That, People like, you can call on, yeah. like, you know, if you've had similar cars or Hey, I got a issue. problem with my carburetor. Yeah, exactly. what, do you, what do you recommend? Exactly. Absolutely. It's, it's the I best. I know what a carburetor does, but anyway. What? Just kidding. <laughs> so we're going to have to do that on another podcast. We'll get, <laughs> I'll get one out. We can, we can break it down. Break it down, yeah. It's the intake through the filter yeah. and goes into the fuel injector <laughs> and then, you know, bypass the spark plug. No, I'm just Well, yeah, Beer Savage and, and I have... You know, we've done a few cool things together, and I've always just been a big supporter of the brand, and yeah. Yeah. and vice versa. Like, you yeah. know, he supports the shop really well. And yeah. So we like, you know, we have party starters for days for people that are late, and yeah, it's great. You know, it's the most yeah. Fun they got they a have. cool vibe, and he does cool stuff. He, yeah. He like. You see that DC collab they're doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's be sick. sick. It's gonna be rad. Yeah. And they've, he's worked like 
He's a, you know he loves the snow industry. Yeah, yep. And so they have he has some really cool relationships there that yeah. over, over the next couple of years I think are going to be really rad yeah, for the brand. Fudo is like launching all winter, man. He yep. was like yeah. every every weekend posts. Dude, I'm like Fudo, you're ripping. Funny little guy. <laughs> Fudogaki. He's one of those customers, like, I would love to cut his hair, but he's like, yeah, can you cut me in five minutes? I'm like, no, Brent, I can't. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah. He definitely has that that uh, barbershop look. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, and he's, you know, Japanese, so you, you either grow it long or you kind of have to cut it short. Yeah. Like, the hair gets kind of crazy. Like Wiry. His, his brothers are the same, like, you know, cool sh- short haircuts, Japanese. Yeah. They're really cool families. Fudogaki's a yeah. cool family. Yeah, we love them. Um, but yeah, and then like, I don't know what other brands I'm working with right now. Um, I just kind of love, I work with Humble Maker Coffee, local, hmm. um, Brian Marseille. Um, he had had another, he had another coffee company local that is still around, but won't be mentioned. And then he does the Humble Maker thing, which is really a cool, um, you know, locally sourced. I like to support, you know, yeah. there's many of the local businesses. Like I have friends, you know, friends that have restaurants and bars. Yeah. And, you know, whatever car detailing, like uh, I, I value the community that barber the barbershop gives yeah, yeah. to everybody. Like if you know you guys needed to, like oh, and I, I get hit up a lot, which my wife gets annoyed about because people are always asking me like, well, can you help me with this or can you connect me with that? Well, that's what's really cool about this area, yeah. Coast Mesa, because you have the industrial side and then you have the residential side. You have the restaurants. You have all these little pop ups. Um, in the area so yeah. it has a really really cool kind of underground great, almost yeah. network you yeah know? it's a great place to live and people take care of each other around here i think as things have changed that's even gotten a little stronger too like yeah. there's a lot of people that coast mesa was so much different 15 years ago when i moved yeah. here like this side of town was this is where everything happened right especially like yeah. surf skate beach community industry art all that like that was a big reason why i wanted to be over here yeah. you know yeah and then now it's changed and you have you know, weird craftsman style duplexes being put up in like, you know, off Shalimar Street. And you're like, that's where like the hood, that's like where the gangs used to be. Yeah. And now we have these like pretty, you know, million dollar west side, west side Costa Mesa condo yeah. duplexes with no yards. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's, it's not what, it's not what it was about. And I think there's a, a good little crew of people that have been here a long time that are still doing a, some part of protecting what this area has provided, you know, to to us as residents. And yeah. Then, yeah. You know, to... Well, to be right here, I mean, literally three, four minutes to the beach. Yeah. You know, depending on what, you know, if you yeah. have to sit at a light or two. But, yeah. I mean, that's pretty amazing that yeah. you could have this kind of cool setup shop and then be that that close to the beach. Yeah, super fortunate. Yeah. It's, it is rad. I like it. It's good. I live down on Ticonderoga. And that's even closer. It's like the nicest thing. It's like a mile to work and... Yeah, you're living life right there, buddy. Yeah, I just gotta go to the beach more often now. Yeah, so you're you're into surf, you're into shaping, you know, like into the surfboard, you know, building. He's a greaser. You're a greaser. I don't know about that. Kind of. You're kind of a greaser. Yeah, I will. Into tattoos and art, like I mean, you got a lot going on. Yeah, I think I think to do my job well, you have to, or you should. Yeah, you should at least like live the life. You should try things. Yeah. Because if you don't, I mean, I think people in general should try things. Like yeah. you should put yourself out in like different comfort zone. But I grew up like, like you know, we didn't have a lot of money as kids. My dad grew up with Volkswagens, so my first cars were Volkswagens. Me too. Because they're eating you know, yeah. duct tape and 
you know, little this, that, you know, super glue, whatever you got, zip ties, and you can still, like, I remember my, the first football game, my senior year, I had two bugs, and uh, the one wouldn't start, and I couldn't figure out why, <laughs> and the other one, had, we had just gotten running, like, okay, but I knew it would start, and so I swat, like, pulled the battery out of the one, and, like, had to, I don't know, had to, like, it was just, I didn't have headlights, and so I drove it, and then I drove home in the dark after, I was like, yeah, but it was, having that problem solving like yeah my, my parents my dad like i got that which yeah. is cool yeah and it gives like in here like i don't know i wish i took more time to do things like there are yeah. like it gets hard to want to like really apply yourself sometimes but like everything in here i basically did by myself or with you know the help of my dad my brother you know building and plumbing and any of that stuff yeah it's cool yeah right now it's yeah. It's a little crowded over there. So, um, a lot of boxes. What were those boxes again? <laughs> so, I'm starting a next year, like the, the little piece of paper that goes around your neck when you're in the barbershop. Oh. You know, one of those, like, oh man, I got this. A neckerchief? I got kind of, yeah. It's, it's just like a sanitary barrier so that you don't have to use a new drape every time. Chase, will you uh, continue to be the doorman, please? <laughs> uh, you're, you, you got staff answering doors for you. <laughs> Chase is here getting a getting a a pre a pre like re uh, training. Um, he's going back in the military. He's a really good customer of mine. Nice. Good dude. Um, so we, should, we shouldn't keep you up any, no, any you guys, longer. Uh, he's he's on my schedule. See, back to that. This is my <laughs> shot. My rules. Nah, he just can, me can up. Can you and, make him shotgun a beer? Yeah. <laughs> just to go back to your neck of cheese. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So, so you started was, a business. Yeah, so I decided, like, hey, cool, I have a buddy that works in manufacturing a lot. And so I, uh, in overseas, and I was like, okay, this is my idea, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we did it. We were able to get half order. So this is one half of the, there's a, Jay from Outpost has the other half of the boxes in his warehouse for his, his clothing distribution company. Yeah. <laughs> who, did, who did the artwork? Uh... Oh, shit, I forget. One of my buddies, it's a tattoo artist that he works with. What's it called? Um, and it's supposed to have that, like, American, like, union. I mean, the name of the company is a union supply company. Um, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what it looks like. Uh, shipping that box is expensive. And so I didn't think that through very well prior to <laughs> investing a bunch of money and time and space. So I, right now I'm, I'm knocking around the idea of doing, like, a give back thing for the, for the barber industry. Yeah. Where... I'm going to repackage these. There's black and white neck strips in the in all of it and do boxes of six, half and half. Do a flat price. Um, trying to find like a distributor, somebody that will, you know, take up, the, you know, it's a single skew. And then give back to the industry, whether it's like, you know, barber school scholarships um, or like hardship kind of, mm. you know, fundraising type yeah. thing. Because it's, you know, barbers don't, we don't really think like, it, and you know, anytime you get a, a cash, right? You're like, well, what can I spend this on? And yeah. your debit card is like, uh, cool. Like, I know that there's money here, but it feels a little different when you're like, well, I'm gonna swipe this right now, and you have to like sign or put your pin. You're like, that's how much money. But when you have a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks or whatever in your wallet, you're just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't have it anymore, and I totally forgot that it was even there in the first place. Where yeah. we leave work with you know a few hundred bucks every day yeah. in cash. Sometimes we do car too, but. We just spend our money like idiots. I mean, <laughs> well, on your hobbies, like you think all the crap, all, yeah, crap. Like I have a, I bought a off of my buddy John. I bought a 
88 Fox Body Mustang. Four grand. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't. The it's wife really is fun. super happy. She loves it, though. <laughs> that was her brother's first car. So she's like, God, oh, it reminds me of like, being a kid. That's cool. And she's really nice to me because I don't. I don't have, I have a 1993 Dodge Caravan that I drive around as my daily. I saw that with and, the, the uh, pig, pig Barber yeah, uh, pig, license plate. Pig Barber license yeah, plate. Yeah. Uh, and that thing's badass, five-speed manual. If yeah, had, is, is that your uh, back seat That's right the there? back seat, yeah. yeah. It's the middle seat. It was a nice fan. maroon burgundy, uh, wrong so burgundy good. colorway. The, the car was purple, like a plum purple when I got it. But the clear coat was like drive and the clear coat would fly away. Like you'd see it floating behind. So I got it painted because I, I didn't want to get a ticket for polluting the world or whatever. But yeah, I love that van and my truck, that 60 F100, um, which is like a long-term project. It just yeah. changes and I go back and forth on all sorts of things with it. But That's cool. And then Harley's, I got a Harley at home too. And shit tons of surfboards. Shit tons of surfboards. Shit tons of wetsuits. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I just, I love, I love surfing. I love it. I don't get to do, I don't do it anywhere near as much because of, you know, work is yeah. You know, it's cool to have a job where people show up and give you money. And, yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I'm much more tied to the responsibility of my work than the, like, the free time. Like, I wish I was a rep. Like, I always wanted to be a rep. Yeah. No, you don't. I know. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I saw that there's, we this, love our like, jobs. there's this freaking freedom that yeah. you can build into it, yeah. right? And I always loved that when I was working. Freedom always comes with a price, though. Yeah. Right? When I worked on my other jobs, it was always, like... I, I worked them because I had the freedom yeah. to, you know, ah, fuck, I'm not going to go into the office or I'm not going to sit on the phone and, and sell ads for the magazine or yeah. I'm not going to go to the popcorn store or like, like any of the weird jobs that I've had. Like, I, I don't remember the last time. Like, we used to surf boneyards at Doheny all like every day. Every day. Like, I was there every day, twice a day. That was part of your routine. Four or five hours, you know? <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the last time I was just. That's at the an beach hour to get yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And surf, and then uh, I'm rushed, and I'm. Yeah. And then you're like, it just doesn't seem appealing. No, it's like okay, I'm gonna go to churches. I want to surf churches for two or three hours, and hopefully the tide is good. I'm gonna leave at five, so that I'm there by like you know get in the gate at six, poop. Right. For me, the salt air in the morning is just like, fuck, I gotta poop. After you uh, have your humble. Yeah, a humble maker coffee, and then I, you know try not to terrorize the bathroom too bad and go surf so it's like it's building it in like the weekends like I have buddies like we surfed every day I mean yeah. what are you doing right now we lived in a house in Huntington it was we just get up first thing in the morning go check it surf come back like built our college schedule so it was yeah. like you know Monday Wednesday and Friday we could surf all day long and then work a little bit you know however work worked out and yeah. now it's like yeah uh, yeah I can't I, can't. Yeah. I have like 30 minutes on Saturday morning that I have any free time yeah. Kids, life, you know, like getting the getting the way, which sucks. But yeah. So, do you have any advice that you would give, you know, a, a guy that or girl? I don't know. If they're girl barbers. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, that would, you know, should be more girl advice on, on getting into the business and being your, you know, <sighs> Dude, bad, I, it's like anything. Like anything we do, like the more you fake it, the worse you're off. Like yep. just don't ever fake it. Yeah. If you want to do it, create. You know don't change who you are like I, you watch some dudes go through it and it's like they start out as like you know dorky nerds wearing like cardigan sweaters and then by the end of it they're like got their face tattooed and yeah they don't actually have the relationship to the experience like oh this is what I'm supposed to do to be cool in this industry yeah like, I just have always done what I want That's cool. I want to do it 
I'm going to do it. Yeah. And obviously, like, consequences, you get yourself in trouble if you have that mentality, and you have to know that, like, in advance. Yeah. You know, you might offend people, or, like, when the Chargers moved to L.A., like, I lost a couple of Charger fan customers, because I'm from San Diego. I was a diehard Charger fan. Yeah. And I went, a, I went ape shit. And like, oh, yeah, Chargers are so close. I'm like, no, they're L.A. team now. Screw them. I'm over it. And, like, well, I'm never coming back here. You're not a Charger. You're a Charger hater. Yeah. Like, you're a giant. You're a pussy. <laughs> Bye-bye. God, like, I don't even care. But, yeah, dude, I think, you know, in anything you do, whether, even, like, family, you know, faking it is always, you're always trying to, like, make up for faking. Right? Yeah. You're always you're always having to cover your tracks, or you're always having to convince people of something that you're not. Like yeah. the energy that goes into that is not that's not worth it. Yeah, you no. know, like it's far from worth it. Yeah. False life. Right yeah, there. just for, wake up in the morning and be yourself and do what you want. You know, have the conversations you want or need to have, or you know, do the job be that authentic. makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. It's not and have fun. And yeah. like we were talking about earlier, it's like life's too short to have regrets, and if you're faking it. Guess what? You're it's gonna all you're it. gonna have. Yeah, it's all you're gonna have. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, get out in the water more, dude. I'm gonna try. This summer, last summer, I surfed <laughs> a ton. The water was so warm for months. Yeah. And I like, I have. It's the one thing like the surfers that I don't get now is nobody invests in having like a balanced quiver. Yeah. People are like, oh no, I'm only surfing like 31 liter. <laughs> Hayden shapes or Rusty or Merrick and I'm, I'm only in like the five I have a five six fish and I have a six zero oh and I have a six two step up and you're like dude it's an experience like it's yeah. a lifestyle it's not and then you crowd the lineup with your shit yeah. you can't surf you stand there like try to like fuck chop hop your way into a way <laughs> like, it's just like get something that's appropriate for the conditions yeah. like I have an entire plethora of surfboards yeah that I can surf. I could surf every day. Yeah. What sucks is like you know I'm the consistency. I'm here. Yeah, it's be open minded and go have fun. I mean, there's yeah. You could have just as much fun on a crappy day if you, your expectations are low and you're on the right board and totally. just, yeah. Ugh. And like longboards in the morning, like run out on the beach for an hour, catch a hundred waves real quick, yeah. and then come to work. I felt I feel so much better. Obviously, like. We're already into like June gloom right now. Yeah. It's kind of shitty and it rained this morning. It rained. It's really stupid. weird. Stupid. <laughs> like what? It's May. It's almost May. And yeah. I just, you know, I'm hoping. We never, we never really had the April showers. No. A couple, couple of little drizzles. Yeah. We had it earlier this year. That's for damn sure. Yeah, so much rain. So much crap water. Yeah. But I think, you know, hopefully this summer, like, you know, southern hemisphere swells. And yeah. Some, you know, backside barrels. Lock on for, wood. Yeah. For please. those of us that are. Not Mother Nature, it's in some southerly. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I need. To, I actually have like been thinking of boards. I want new boards for that. Yeah, dude, I, I, need, to I need to order some new boards too. Yeah. Well, try some new stuff out. Let's go shred, and I'll, I'll split the peak with you, bro. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Take left, go yeah, right. Yeah, there All we day. go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, dude. That was, that lasted a lot longer than I thought it was going. Dude. To. And our little uh, interludes with, you know, your car getting smashed. <laughs> yeah. Dane Hesse, Eagle and Pig Barber. Um, your address is? 1782 Monrovia Avenue, right next to Outpost Kitchen. Yeah. Um, so when that lady got her lunch, that smashed Linden's car. <laughs> Keep your eyes out for, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-40s. <laughs> No, thank you for, for uh, opening up your uh, 
your shop on your day off. Yes. Oh, yeah. We really appreciate it. Thanks for, um, thanks for coming by. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, dude, this this is our pleasure. It's, uh, it's been really fun, you know, hanging out with you, talking about surfing, talking about your business, yeah. and, you know, I'm good just, luck. I'm just pissed I don't have hair, dude. I've been here all the time. <laughs> straight razor head straight, dude. <laughs> do you do a sh- like, sh- like shave in the shower kind of thing? I, I do. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Dude, I, if you ever want to treat yourself, it's just hot towels and... yeah. Just put the shirt razor on that. Put a neckerchief on them. Yeah, we'll put a neckerchief to make you feel comfortable. For sure. Sanitize, you know, away from all the nasty. Jameson and... Yeah, we got a couple. Like, if you guys ever go to Wayfair, like, Big Sean is one of the owners there. He's bald and he has a beard and, you know, it's it's nice to, like, it's part of the barbershop community and even if you don't have hair, like, dudes that shave their head because they're bald, balding or, like... I'll still do it better than you will. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yours is yours is. You know, when you yeah. go like smooth, it's yeah. It, you, you when you miss the the hairs around the ears yeah. or like the length. Well, how'd of I do? Neck, how, how's them looking? It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, you know, you guys know Derek Sabori. It was a yeah. for a long yeah. time. I remember like the process of helping, like helping him cut his hair to where now he's he just shaves oh, it super like, short yeah like eight years ago i was doing a two five years ago i was doing yeah. a one three years ago i was doing a zero just and now i'm doing a, a bank it yeah, just keeps going nice. yeah <laughs> well and once you get it like it you get it tanned up and your, your skin gets used you're fine yeah it's so easy it's so easy bar soap all yeah. day long <laughs> a little sunscreen on the dome yeah it's your umbrella hat yeah you know oh i live in hats yeah <laughs> i tan well wear your surf beanie <laughs> this yeah. has been an amazing conversation. Cool. Dane right. Hesse, Eagle and Pig Barber. Pig Barber. Thank you so much. Come get, come get your uh, domes cut here or your beards. Yeah. Or all the above. Get beer. your uppercut. Get your humble. Humble maker coffee. Yeah. Get beer your sa- beer savage. Beer savage crap. Yeah. He typically drops off all the stuff he hasn't sold online. So we have this <laughs> random, this random one-off selection of T-shirts. And go. if you do Cousins. come, come late because so you you'll have to a beer. Yeah, a beer. Yeah, shotgun a beer. Dude, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks, right. Dane. Thanks. Badass. Peace out. This was awesome. Late. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams, for our awesome artwork, and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.